Hello and welcome to Conversations Unlocked, the Unicredit podcast and your gateway to industry insights. I am your host, Twyla Doon, and together we will hear from leading experts from Unicredit and beyond on how they navigate challenges and their tips to unlocking success. Handing us the keys this week is Richard Burton, Head of Client Solutions. He first joined the bank over 20 years ago as Managing Director. Since then, he has held a number of vital roles within the organisational structure. As Head of Client Solutions, he has overseen key simplification initiatives that are helping Unicredit to stay 100% focused on its clients, keeping them at the heart of everything it does. Richard is uniquely positioned to speak to us today about client centricity and client solutions, why this is so crucial to Unicredit's strategic plan and how you unlock it to serve your clients in the best possible way. Richard, welcome to Conversations Unlocked. Richard, thank you so much for joining us for Conversations Unlocked. It's a pleasure to have you here. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. So before we delve into details of client solutions, can you briefly explain what your role as head of client solutions entails? That's uh, quite simple. I'm working with my team, my first line, and together we're organising two factories, uh, product factories of the group, in order that they are focused organized to correctly serve all the different client segments to ensure that we have the right structure, the right products, the right focus to help the bankers in the countries. Great, so as you say, this role of client services is split into these two key areas, corporate and individual solutions as I understand it. Can you briefly explain the difference? The the clues in the name. Uh, Corporate solutions, this is the products that are targeted and focused on all of our our corporate clients from small uh, to large. Individual solutions, these are the products that go to our individual clients, so our wealth management clients, our private banking clients, such as uh, investment products or insurance products. Last year, Andrea Rochelle launched the bank's new strategic plan, Unicredit Unlocked. At the heart of this new strategic plan is always the client, ensuring that the bank goes above and beyond to support their needs. So how has Client Solutions' harmonised service model formed a key part of unlocking this potential? The service model, the setup of this, this matrix that we've put together, where we have the bankers in the country, and the bankers, they know the client's best and the client's needs, and we have the product factories, corporate solutions, individual solutions, By having this matrix, we're able to take the size of the group, the purchasing power, the buying power, the investment power of being a large group, to design best-in-class product that gives the best product to our bankers to deliver the best products to the clients. This is helping the client get a, a better experience. By having this clear separation of coverage and product, we are able to then concentrate the resources in the right way on all the client segments, giving them, the client, the best experience. Great, so it's about that harmonization of those two coming together, which is is really crucial. Excellent. So how has this cultural shift at Unicredit brought colleagues closer to clients, and who are Client Solutions' main partners in this? 
But clearly, with The Matrix, we have two main partners. We have the banker, an internal client, because we need to ensure that we are working together uh, as one. And of course, we have the client who we are delivering the products to. And what we have tried to do is, in putting the client at the center, we've added some products, we've added some expertise. And one of the good examples of this is we've built an industry expertise. And this allows the coverage banker to be able to have a very strategic conversation with its clients and up-tier our relationship because our industry expertise allows an industry expert to join the banker when they talk to the CEO, they talk to the CFO, they are able to talk what's happening in the industry, what are competitors doing, and these conversations are a very different conversation to just selling a product. And these are little examples of what we're doing, what we're building to give everybody the tools to put the client at the center. So it's encouraging informed conversations. Yes. And that idea of collaboration across the group and also all of the different regions, which yeah. is so important. It brings the benefit of local knowledge and global knowledge together. And this way we can actually harmonize and tailor our products to local needs but at the same time recognizing what the global trend is and we're able to do things that any one of our 13 banks on their own wouldn't be able to do. Any single bank wouldn't necessarily be able to build an industry uh, expertise because they don't have so many com you know, companies in a particular industry in a country. But when you look across our whole client base, we really have enough to have this centralized industry expertise that we can bring to the benefit of a pharmaceutical company in Germany, a pharmaceutical company in Austria, or a pharmaceutical company in Italy. And this, I think, is going to really enhance uh, what we're doing with our clients in the future. And the same on the individual solution side. You know, by having experts at the center, we're able to use that buying power, work with the best uh, partners and that best providers of products, which you know, one individual country may not have the, the relevance to the provider. Whereas by doing this, we're then able to bring best product into each individual country. And thus, uh, it's a win-win-win. It's a very unique offering yeah. Unicredit ha has created with this new client solutions initiative. And we've talked about this in, in other conversations, about this idea of strong community. Yes, yes, very, very important. And how do you manage to support both small and large businesses to progress? Yeah, we need to uh, uh, serve different clients in, in different ways. If, if you look at Unicredit, we have what, a one million thereabouts corporate clients. Obviously, we have the, the large clients, and they're very few, it's like a pyramid, and we have loads more SMEs and, and middle corporates, and they all have needs. And I, I try to look at it in one way. ESG, for example, if you look at the large corporates today, they have the resources themselves. They actually understand the vision, where to go, and they have their committees, their people, their specialized people, and we help them with the capital markets and advisory. But where we're really gonna make a difference is actually helping this mass at the bottom, the small and the medium uh, corporates, where they don't have the resources or they don't have the knowledge, but we, we can. So we, for example, are training our bankers to bring ESG to the, that client base. We are providing product 
that can be delivered and we're going to help all those uh, clients in the transition. But how do we reach the clients? It's different. So um, other examples would be to reach the clients through our digital portal. And one of the things that we're working on now is to create the factoring offering through a digital approach. This way we will then be able to reach hundreds and hundreds of SMEs and allow them to access the benefits of factoring, whereas at the moment, really, we're, we're targeting mid-corporates, but by using a digital channel, we can serve them with more. That digitalization yeah. is, is really a key pillar, isn't it, within yeah. the Unicredit yeah. Unlock strategy. How does providing key services digitally empower communities to progress through client services? But by connecting them digitally, we're able to offer products to communities that they wouldn't necessarily uh, have been able to have. I, I can give some examples actually, um, both from the product side where I've mentioned before factoring, but I also look at some of our payment services. We've now recently introduced onto the, onto the portal in Italy uh, 110 currencies that clients can make their payments electronically uh, before they only had 33. So if they need to play a supplier overseas, they can do it electronically. And what's more important on that, it also is a straight through process. So there's less error, it's faster. Uh, we're doing a lot on uh, the, the, the faster payments initiative. And so the digital tool is about the client experience. A Unicredit Unlocked is about the client at the center. So all these things move move together. We've talked actually a lot about simplification in a different episode of the podcast mm. and it does seem that digitalization really helps cement that simplification yes. because it makes you more agile as an organization and therefore help the clients in a more integrated way. Yeah it frees up resources internally, it makes us faster, nimbler. A straight through process takes out uh, the errors, the, the, the payments being uh, stopped in a queue, all those delays that build frustrations for clients, suddenly the whole organisation feels lighter, uh, more nimble. It's also better for colleagues internally as well. We all like to feel lighter and nimble and it allows us to concentrate more time on the client and less time on uh, a process. So you've mentioned obviously the importance of ESG and how crucial that is within the client services realm. So how does the bank's sustainable finance advisory team support its clients to manage the transition and to design their sustainability frameworks? Well, sustainability ESG is, is massively important. If you just look at uh, the money that's coming from next gen uh, EU, repower EU, how this money is being targeted at transition and how it's been targeted new uh, technologies means there is a lot of needs, not just from the sustainable finance advisory team where they are a dedicated team helping clients uh, design their sustainability framework, but also these funds are gonna generate the need for the banks like us to act as multipliers because there's gonna be infrastructural changes, there's gonna be new technologies, they're gonna be project financed, and we have to understand all these frameworks. So the Sustainable Finance Advisory Team is not only helping clients, it's also helping us understand where this money is gonna come, how can we as a bank best help, because this is a, this is a benefit for the whole community to be able to make this transition, and it's a critical role of a bank. So the Sustainable Finance Advisory Team is a P 
pillar within our bank that is beyond just client. It's a centre of expertise that we're sharing that knowledge around, around the group. It's like an encyclopedia, isn't yeah. it, for, well, for Unicredit? I, it's, it's an area that's developing uh, so fast. I think encyclopedia is the, the wrong word. It's more sort of Wikipedia. <laughs> yes, yes, very, good, very true. So, I suppose also with sustainability as well, it kind of takes on two forms in the sense of you're looking after your clients today, but actually the next generations of clients that are coming into Unicredit will be really looking for ESG initiatives and that expertise. And so really it's future-proofing. Yeah, it, 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 you know, if we do our model well, everybody will be an ESG expert themselves individually because it's so important, the transition. It's so important for the future generations. We all need to, to get this in our DNA. And I, I look at the younger people joining our firm. They are much more conversant and understanding uh, of the subject and the, and the will to drive forward than perhaps uh, some of the people that have been in the firm longer. And this energy we need to, we need to capture because it's, it's the topic of the moment. Yeah, it's about equipping both the clients and also the individuals with inside the bank yeah. with everything that they need to know to really drive forward. That's very exciting. So I suppose we've talked about all of the various different sectors, um, or touched on, I should yeah. say, um, all of the different sectors of client solutions and how important ESG is to its fundamental growth. But what are, would you say, your key measures for success? I think, you know, you could look across uh, client solutions and I have measures of success, I have KPIs on, on different business lines. But I think if I step back and look at what is uh, a key measure of success, it's going to be the clients that are wanting to come to Unicredit because we have got the best service model because we are giving them the advice. They understand that if they come to Unicredit, we understand what they need, what they want, and that they are willing to come and share with us the information and their problems because we need to help them with their problems. The clue's in the name again, solutions. And our success is, can we bring those solutions? Are clients coming to us? Are they feeling that they come to Unicredit and we are light, nimble, focused on them, that they are at the center? We have lots of clients, but I want every client to feel that they are the ones that matter most. And then we're really going to be making a, making a difference and making progress. Yeah, it's really about evoking that feeling among the clients rather than necessarily a number. Exactly, exactly. And we'll see it in the quality of the transactions that we're doing, the strategic advice that we're doing, um, the, the, the growth in the, the assets under management because we're bringing best quality of products. There's all ways of measuring it, but it's that feeling, that, that wanting to be uh, with, with the Unicredit, feeling the passion that I, that I have for the business. I want everybody uh, to be there with that passion. Yes. Well, I... I have to say, since being in the Unicredit offices and conducting this podcast, I feel every person I've been able to speak to really, really has that passion. Yeah. And it, it's very contagious. It is. <laughs> so it's lovely um, to be a part of it. So, Richard, thank you so much for ans answering those questions. This is the part where we find out a little bit about what makes you tick and it gives us a quick insight into your day-to-day -day life as a Unicredit leader. So please just answer the first thing that comes uh -huh, into your head. Uh -huh. I'm interested, let's see. <laughs> Breakfast or lunch? Breakfast. Excel or PowerPoint? Excel. Milan or London? Milan. Virtual or in person? In person. Coffee or tea? Coffee. 
Snow or sun? Both. Zoom or phone call? Zoom. Sitting or standing desk? Sitting. Do you know, you are the only person that I've talked to who has only answered with one word. A brilliant quickfire round from you, so thank you very much. And finally, we know that Unicredit's mission is to win the right way together. So we want to ask all our guests their top tip for winning so we can start sharing in each other's successes and unlocking our true potential. So Richard, what is your top tip for winning? Challenge the norm. Do not be afraid to, to challenge the norm. Be courageous uh, to challenge the norm and, and then we can really move uh, uh, the bank forward. Don't be afraid of failure because we, you know, some of the best entrepreneurs and companies are built after attempt, after attempt, after attempt. And so be brave, be courageous and uh, really challenge the norm. Wow, that's a really lovely thing to end on because I think these podcasts should be inspirational and some of the insights that we've gathered from all of our speakers have been really, really inspirational. So thank well, you so much. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.